Hey there, mama bears. I hope that today is a good one for you. And I'm so glad that you're here with me. I have been cleaning everything out. Every last thing. As I record this, I'm sitting in my closet, staring at all my hard work. And I kind of got on this kick of, I just don't want to manage stuff anymore. Like I want the bare minimum. Although I'm probably like far from a minimalist, I still want like the bare minimum so that things, everything has its place and it's easy to put away. It's easy to hang up the clothes. It's easy to do because I'm just so tired of managing stuff because that wastes precious time. Uh, I have been watching like YouTube videos on cleaning things out and following people on Instagram that, you know, organize things. And some of that stuff I feel like is just unrealistic for my life and maybe your life too, but some of it's really good. So like my biggest takeaways right now are making sure that I'm not stuffing things in a space that there's like whatever fits into the space that something needs to go in. It's not stuffed in. It's easy to put the stuff away. And if the space is full, then I can't have any more of that stuff. So for instance, I'm staring at my shoes right now and I have these racks in my closet where the shoes go. And if there's an empty space, then I could possibly buy another pair of shoes. But if there are no empty spaces, I have to do the hard work of deciding what shoes I don't wear anymore and get rid of them. So (laughs) these are the things that are happening in my life right now. But in this process, I was cleaning out uh, like save boxes for my kids. And we moved a little over a year and a half ago. And I had actually done a lot of purging during all the shutdown time of COVID. So I had done a good purge before we even decided to move. And then we moved in. And I don't know about you. Some people are really good about when they're moving into a new home and getting it all set up the way that they want it and getting things put away. I do that. like It's like half and half. Some things got put where they should be and were completely organized. And then other things like my kitchen and my closet, I just, we just threw things in there just to get stuff out of the boxes. So the kitchen has been like a year and a half of me trying to figure out how to organize it and, but not having time to actually do that. And then my closet's been like where I hide everything. Someone out there is saying, amen. I understand you sister. So here I am over the last few weeks going through boxes upon boxes and bags upon bags, And I'm coming across all these memories. So I have these boxes, we call them save boxes for our kids. And I decided that I really want to touch everything and everything that is in like under my jurisdiction, I want to touch it, hold it in my hand, not necessarily to like Marie Kondo it and see if it sparks joy, but it's more like I want to figure out if this is something that I want to continue to like take care of or manage. And if I don't, then I'm going to get rid of it. So I did that with everything and I came across these baby clothes and then all of the memories flooded back, just flooded back thinking about how, um, what we, what we were doing when these kids were wearing these clothes and I don't know, baby clothes, just always, I, I'm a very visual person. And so big memories, I can remember what I'm wearing and what other people are wearing. So I tend to save certain things when they're attached to a memory. And, uh, it was like, it all came rushing back to me and I just kind of sat and, and cried, not like, not those tears of, wanting, wishing I could go back and do it all over again, because I don't necessarily want to go back and do it all over again. Those are hard years, but they were more like 
tears of such gratitude of all that happened, like all the hard stuff, all the growth, all the goodness. There were definitely moments of like, I wish I could go back and tell myself um, that this season will end and that I, I, I wish that I could really find more joy in it at the time that I did. Um, but I also was just filled with so much gratitude. And it made me think about the power of gratitude and how when we practice gratitude, our whole brain and then thus our whole bodies and our whole like perspective shifts. During that season of having little babies in baby clothes, I came across the writings of an author and speaker named Ann Voskamp, and I'm sure many of you have heard of her. Her writing is very unique and very poetic. It's beautiful. It's very, it's inspired me uh, in many, many ways. And she had written her first New York Times bestselling book called 1000 Gifts. I think that that's the title. I, it might have a tagline as well, but um it was life-changing for me. And I remember listening to her story, reading the book, and understanding how powerful Thanksgiving, giving thanks, can be. And when I was in that season, it, it felt very mundane. It felt like every day looked the same, and we did the exact same things, and it was very thankless. Like the, the, the stuff I was doing felt very thankless. Changing diapers, doing dishes, making food, making sure everybody had everything they needed. And, and really it's a lot of hidden work that nobody sees. And I had just come out of a season of being in, doing work that was very spotlighted and I would get accolades and praise for good work and hard work. And now I'm, I'm at home and nobody is watching all this hard work that I'm doing. And it was a season of really having to let go of finding my worth in my performance. But that's a whole, that's probably for another prayer for mama bear, but it's true. It was part of it. But what I want to focus on today is this, this feeling of feeling like it was thankless, like the work, there was no one saying thank you. I was teaching my kids how to say thank you, but it wasn't like a genuine thanks mom for like, you know, not sleeping and, and eating our leftover crusts of our peanut butter and jelly and leftover chicken nuggets because you have no energy to make yourself any food. Another sister said amen because she's in that season right now. But yes, this like thankless work. And I read this book, 1000 Gifts. And the whole premise is that Anne talks about her own journey and her own journey with hard, hard things, very painful things, and how offering thanks, making a list of a thousand gifts changed things for her, changed her perspective, lifted her eyes off her circumstances. So I began to make lists. Now I never listed like from one to a thousand because of the way I'm wired. I like start something and then I lose the paper <laughs> or I lose the notebook. But it really wasn't about the list itself, like the physical list. It was about cultivating this heart of giving thanks in the midst of very mundane, day-to-day, normal life circumstances and hard things on top of that. And how do I, as a young mom of young people who um, has not like taken a shower in four days, how do I offer thanks? And I just began to 
lift my eyes and look at something and thank God for it. And I remember putting my kids, we had this big red stroller. It was a double wide stroller um, rather than like the front and back seat. They were next to each other. And I would take them on a walk and I would push them up the hills and I would see birds and trees and flowers and I would just thank God for them because they were beautiful and they brought me like this little glimpse of joy and being thankful for being outside and then being thankful for uh, cute little moments and being thankful for the, the fresh air that I was breathing and the park that was nearby and the sun that was setting or the sun that was rising because we were all awake and just finding one thing after another to get my mind and my heart lifted and out of this place of uh, negativity or self-pity or comparison, all of those things. And it was this practice of learning how to give thanks that made me feel like I was doing something worth my time. Not only did this practice prove that these things were worth my time, but they were worth everything. They were worth all my energy and all my sacrifice that this job that I was invited into by raising up the next generation was actually a gift and my perspective began to shift. And of course, there were days where this wasn't always how I felt but it was where I returned to. And I can tell you all these years later, almost 13 years of being a mom, I know that gratitude is the tool I need when I begin to spiral into self-pity or even depression. If I begin to go to that place and everything feels like Groundhog Day, you know, where it's like the mundane over, I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again, and there's no change and there's no shift and no one's thankful and no one cares. When I begin to feel that way, I use this anecdote of gratitude and I begin to come out of it. It's like the staircase appears and each step of gratitude brings me out of the pit. So this morning, mama, or this afternoon or this evening, whenever you're listening to this, I want to invite you into this practice, this practice of giving thanks for absolutely everything. Start with the small things right in front of you. What is it that even in this moment, as you hear these words, that you can look with your eyes and see something in front of you that you can say thank you for? And then the next thing, and then the next, and the next. And I promise you that there will be a shift in your spirit. That there is a reason that the Psalms specifically are filled with this give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever over and over and over again. We are invited to give thanks because it changes us from the inside out. Today's prayer comes straight from one of my favorite passages. It's out of the book of Colossians, verses 12 through 17. And I'm really just praying it straight from how it's written today. Would you join me? Father, would you help us clothe ourselves as your chosen ones, holy and beloved, 
with compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Cause us to bear with one another, mother, child, friend, spouse. If any one of us has a complaint against another, give us the ability to forgive each other as we have been forgiven by you, so we must also forgive. And above all these would we put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, to which indeed we were called in one body. And oh, may we be thankful. May the word of Christ dwell in us richly, teaching and admonishing each of us in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts to God. And in whatever we do, whatever we do, in word or deed, may we do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. for being here with me today on the Prayers for Mama Bears podcast. My name's Allison Schrader, and it's been so wonderful spending a few minutes with you today. I pray these words truly blessed you and that you remember that God is for you. He is with you. He loves you, and he hears your prayers. Until next time, friend.